Personal finance is exactly that. It's personal and unique to your situation. So the last thing we all need is a traditional money expert insisting that we follow the same old rigid rules that just don't work for us. Whether you're just starting to manage your money, regardless of your age, or want to hear another perspective on a money topic you already feel good about, this Latina covers it all. Welcome to the Check Your Money podcast with Norma Vargas, where this season I encourage you to be limitless. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Check Your Money. This is Norma Vargas, your host. So the last two episodes, I talked about buying a house or not buying a house, whatever works for you. And today I want to talk about financial health. This is going to be a little bit of a rough topic. Uh, I did this in a two-part series, but I'm going to break that up uh, just because it, it can be a little heavy. I mentioned during a previous episode how when my dad died, I had stopped opening the mail. Um, just for like three months, pretty much. It was an incredibly difficult time and I had something to point to as the reason. But there are many that go through these kind of episodes for no apparent reason. And I use that word on purpose and with emphasis because oftentimes poor mental health doesn't make sense to those who just don't get it. Sometimes there's a trigger, but sometimes there isn't. It just happens. You're probably wondering why I'm even talking about this. What does this have to do with money, Norma? (laughs) Well, research has shown that mental health issues such as depression and anxiety are three times as likely to happen when a person is in debt. Poor financial health can lead to poor mental health. The stats, approximately 34% of Hispanic or Latinx, uh, whichever term you prefer, um, adults with mental illness will receive treatment in each year compared to the U.S. average of 45%. Now, to me, this was mind-blowing, but in a different way. I thought it was going to be much lower, and I'm hoping that this is high, quote-unquote high, because of a shift in mindset. But uh, respondents admitted to irrational and self-destructive behaviors motivated primarily by a desire to avoid the reality of their financial problems. And that's a, a direct quote from this particular study. Health insurance is a reason why those who don't seek help don't seek help. According to the Kaiser Family Foundation in 2018, 19% of Hispanic people had no form of health insurance. Mind you, 2018. This is pre-COVID. Another reason why Hispanics typically don't get treatment is legal status. For immigrants who come here without documentation, the fear of deportation can prevent them from seeking help. And then, of course, there's the stigma. And I don't know, um, you know, I watched two particular shows where recently they seem to be touching on this topic and I'm sure it's on purpose, obviously, but if you watch a million little things and if you watch, um, this is us, you'll see even Randall has, you know, struggled with finding the right therapist for him. One that understood him and his culture and his circumstances. And his wife often says, is this a moment where you need to call your therapist? Um, you know, I don't know if you've been keeping up, but uh, that's what's been happening recently. The show's getting pretty good. But um, again, there, there's this stigma and it seems that, you know, we're as a culture trying to break through that stigma. So what kind of mental health am I talking about? And how do you know? 
if you or someone you know may be having financial issues that are affecting their mental health. Now, I'm going to preface this by saying I am no mental health expert. I am not an expert in your mental health, in anyone else's mental health. I'm barely an expert in my mental health, but I can tell you what I've been through. I can tell you what has helped me come through those moments and those those periods because they're not moments usually, they're they're periods of time. So I can tell you what's helped me and I hope that it helps you. And if you're not the one going through this, if anything, I hope that it helps you spot this in someone you love and maybe help you have some kind of conversation with them or just try to help them out. Because again, this is hard for people who have gone through it and they feel alone. And that's really the biggest thing about it is that you feel alone, even though you're not actually alone. But I know for myself, I tend to seclude myself when I'm going through rough times. That's my thing. Um, I know I shouldn't do it. I know I've got people that care about me. And when I am in sound mind and body I and logical thinking, I know that I've got a support system. But when I'm in those bubbles, logic is out the window. And again, for those who haven't gone through it, you're probably going to turn me off at this point because you're like, ah. Eh. You could just snap out of it. I'm, I'm here to tell you, you can't just snap out of it. I know I can't snap out of it. That's for sure. So what kind of mental health am I talking about? Again, per the National Institute of Mental Health, there are some symptoms of depression. And I'm going to add my insight. If you recognize any of these in yourself or someone you love, as I said, just stay tuned for check your knowledge or what I, what I refer to in my notes as CYK, but check your knowledge. I've got some really great resources that I found while I was doing the research for this episode. So number one, persistent, sad, anxious, or empty mood. For me, when I've gone through financial issues, and by issues, I mean lots of crazy going on at once and I feel the snowball, I get anxious. The feeling of hopelessness and pessimism. This is the feeling that things will never get better. Oftentimes when I'm in my bubble, I can't see past the bubble. It's hard to poke through it and realize there's another side. It's hard to see past the past due notices. And the remind now we get them all in email. So it's like now it's you can't even go on your phone without seeing, oh, your, you know, your account is past due or your, you know, this is the amount due. There's just not enough income to cover your bills or your debt. And so you again feel hopeless and pessimistic, like you're just not going to get out of it. Feelings of guilt, worthlessness, and helplessness. I would feel bad that I let myself get out of control. I remember going through this in my mid-20s and thinking, what the fuck did I even buy? I think I just went to the diner a lot. What the fuck was I thinking? I was. I grew up in Jersey, so diner, that's the thing. That's where you go. That's where you go before stuff, where you go after stuff. It's just the thing. And I spent a lot of money at the diner. Loss of interest or pleasure in hobbies and activities. I would just stop going out. I would let text messages pile up. I truly, truly, truly just did not want to be bothered. At this point, I could probably say that the one person who I thought would stick stuff out with me forever is now someone I I just casually speak to. It's a shame that some people just kind of back off, but... and 
don't really let you go through your stuff. But um, I do have some amazing, amazing friends that have definitely stuck by me. I'm just surprised about this one person, but hey, it is what it is. Decreased energy, fatigue, or being slowed down. Oh, I just wouldn't eat. I, I actually have someone in my life who notices this and he would say, you're going through, you're not eating things. What's wrong? Difficulty sleeping, early morning awakening, or oversleeping. The circle of thoughts that literally just go round and round in your head. That's how I explain it. I don't. If anyone goes through this, they'll understand what I mean. I haven't really come across many people who get this, but the thoughts literally just circle my head. I've, what I've been doing lately, though, is to-do lists. They're really, really helpful. And then I got, I've posted this on Instagram, but I also keep a little planner. So as my bills come in, I write down when they're due. Like I'll write down when I pay it, not when they're due. If they're auto pay, I write down, okay, so like the 17th, you know, spectrum is coming out, whatever it is. And I write down that amount. And then I also keep track of my paydays there. So I have like the PD every other Friday. And then I have the bill amounts that come in and when they're post, when they're going to post. And that's helpful for me because I know, okay, so this paycheck covers this, this paycheck covers that. And then I've got this much left. That's how I do my budgeting. Whatever helps for you is you know, works for you. Again, like I, I keep saying, there is no rule. Get out of the box. Whatever works for you works for you. For me, it's the little planner. Appetite or weight changes. You're just so stressed you don't eat or you just stop caring and you overeat. This one's the heavy one. Thoughts of death or suicide attempts. Let's just say the hopelessness feeling is a bitch. Restlessness, irritability. Okay, you guys already know I have an issue with my R's, okay? So I'm, there's no editing I could really do to fix this situation. <laughs> so I just leave them in there. But um, anyway, irritability. You just mad. You're just mad all the time. <laughs> and persistent physical symptoms. So this one's an interesting one. There's a book that I read a few years ago called Deadly Emotions. And I I recommend that you guys check it out for anyone who's going through maybe emotional issues and physical issues. It was so eye-opening for me to see that your physical issues can sometimes be as a result of your emotional issues. So basically the way the book explains it, your brain doesn't know the difference between emotional pain and physical pain. Pain is pain. Think about that. It's insane. It was insane to me. It was eye-opening, total aha moment. And again, great book. I recommend you guys read it. I talked about like, if you have stomach issues and stuff like that. Some of it is a little deep. Like I don't see how you could get cancer from having a an emotional problem, but hey, um but some of the stuff I really took, you know, again, the stomach issues cuz you know, I've suffered from stomach issues in the past and I could literally feel it coming on when I'm stressed out. And money of course is going to be one of those things that stresses you out. I mean, you can't do hardly anything without money. And of course you can go hiking and there's definitely activities that you can do with money, I mean, without money, sorry, but um, you, you've got to pay rent, you've got a car, you know, you've got to eat. Unless you're growing everything in the ground, you know, you've got to pay to get some sort of food. So money is kind of, you know, the root of all things here, root of all evil, I guess, you, you know, some people say, but at the end of the day, we all need it. 
And when we feel like we don't have enough, it's going to stress us out. So, you know, the best thing I can personally suggest is to come up with a plan. Powerpay.org, and I believe I've mentioned this one before, but powerpay.org is an excellent resource to, you know, you plug in your debt and it's really cool because you put in your credit card, um, your interest rate, your minimum payment, what you're actually sending and your balance. And it will tell you how long it's going to take you to pay it off. You can also decide what kind of method you want to use to pay it off. So, you know, either you pay the highest balances first or the smallest balances first, or you pay it by interest rate. So you save the most money. Ultimately, um, you can pick and choose what's going to work for you. And um, and again, this this the best thing you could do is come up with a plan and that they are a great resource for helping you come up with that plan. Or also just, you know, a money coach like, you know, like myself or anyone else, um, you know, we can really help you decide, okay, you know what, like your house and your car, you know, housing and transportation, important. Transportation is more important depending on where you live. But, you know, those are the things that, you know, we can help you figure out, you know, figure out your priorities, make a debt management plan and you know, help you stick to it, you know, provide accountability support to help you get through this because there is another side. And, you know, speaking of other side, bankruptcy is, is another option, you know, and nobody wants to go through bankruptcy, but there are some people who have, you know, that you've got no choice. You feel like that's the only way out. And, you know, I personally know people who've gone through it and they're you know, they came through it just fine. Now, obviously your credit is going to take a hit. It's going to take years to recover, but the point is you do recover. There, There is another side to it. So again, the, these are options that are available to you to get past this feeling of hopelessness. Like there's no way out because there, there is a way out. You just have to come up with a plan, you know, just stay calm and think, okay, what, what can I do? What, what can possibly be done? Okay. You know what? My house is important. So as long as I pay my rent and I pay my car, I'm good. Um, everything else I'll figure out now by figuring out, you can call some of the credit card companies, especially now, um, and see, you know, what can be done. You can, if you've got medical bills, you can call them and get on a payment plan there was a time where, you know, I was overloaded with medical bills. I I was on probably eight different payment plans. I kid you not, eight, 10, $25 each. This was a few years ago. And um, what I finally did was I called, you know, I called the hospital and because again, I was making all these payments and they said, well, have you heard of charity care? And I'm like, oh God, like what, what's charity care? And she said, just apply and you know we'll see what happens and what it is it's an income based um payment plan you know program basically so um and it's not just payment plan but also they'll forgive part of it if you fall within a certain income bracket so um it's something worth checking out again you know if it's a hospital bill that you're having an issue with call them up the the important part is to do this before you go to collections. You don't want anything to go to collections before you make this call. But the second you find this overwhelming, 
just give them a call. They're so, you know, willing to help you out. The collections people, not willing to help you out. Once you get to those people, I'm, they're mean. I mean, downright mean. I I believe me, they are mean. They just want their money. Um, you know, they get a piece of whatever it is that they collect. So they're, you know, they're scoundrels. Some of them. <laughs> and if I've got any people in collections here, I am so sorry, but I've been through some stuff and, you know, I know people who've been through some stuff, like they will try to scare you. Um, so just let's avoid that stress. And again, just call a hospital and say, Hey, you know, what can you do to help me out? I'm not working. You know, I lost my job due to COVID, you know, whatever your situation is there, they really are happy to help you. So the bottom line is that your personal finances can cause mental stress. It can help again to make in, take inventory and come up with a plan. Um, and, and just understand that you've got people. There are people who are willing to help you, whether it's the companies that you owe money to, whether it's the people in your life, there's, I'm sure that there's someone there that's willing to help. And if not, you know, if you truly, truly feel alone, there are resources such as myself that will help you pull through. Um, I've mentioned the Instagram family, you know, there's a personal finance community in Instagram that is literally family. When people don't post for a while and then they post again, you will see the comments of, oh my God, where have you been? You know, I missed you. I've missed your post. So, you know, there's, there's people that care. There's people posting, you know, free resources, free classes. Please DM me. You know, I'm, I'm more than willing to help. I had one of my students that I mentor had a question on something and I answered her to the best of my ability, but I, you know, I brought it to my Instagram family and my Facebook family as well. And I said, Hey guys, what do you think about this? I, I hope I answered her right. What do you guys think? I cannot begin to tell you how many people responded and said, you know, connect her with me. I'm more than happy to help. So again, there, there's so many people out there that are willing to help you through whatever it is that you're going through and help you to get to the other side. I hope that this has helped somebody. I hope that, um, again, if it's not you going through it, that you recognize some of these signs and somebody you love, and please let them know that they're not alone, that you will stick by them, that you would help them come up with a plan. You don't have to give them money to help them. You can literally help them fish so that they can fish on their own and um, help them be limitless, help them understand that there's another side to this so that they don't go through, you know, the bubble. Check your knowledge. Language can be a barrier to seeking help for mental health issues. Not just language, but also the, they don't get my life. They don't get my culture. They don't get my background. As I did some research to try to find resources, I came across this amazing website. Two really, but one was, I blew, blown away, shout it from the rooftops. Therapyforlatinx.com has a member directory. You plug in your zip code, you plug in, um, you know, how you're going to pay and they will find you a therapist in your area or even like through telehealth. So you do it like online and it's someone from the Latinx community that understands your background, understands your culture, understands 
all of this stuff, um, men, women, you know, you could pick by gender, you can pick um, for you, they do individual therapy, couples therapy, family therapy, like just all kinds of stuff. So I, I suggest you guys check it out. If you don't need it, please post it on your social media. Please tell people, you know, that this amazing resource exists. I had no idea. I will suggest it forever. The other one I found is um, Mental Health America. So it's mahnational.org. They have a, a part there that's called Latinx Hispanic Communities and Mental Health. They have screening tools in English and Spanish. And they have dozens, like I, I, didn't, I couldn't even count, of Spanish language resources. Guys, this is amazing. So if you need help, maybe just talking to your families, um, you know, this is, well, you know what, that's kind of a tough one, especially for us, like to go to your tia and be like, oh yeah, you know what, I think you need this. But <laughs> but you get my point. If, if, you know, if the door is open to suggest this, let's just leave it at that because I don't want to cause any family drama. Um, there's no way I could suggest to my mom, Hey, you might want to take a look at this, <laughs> but, um, listen guys, it's out there. Um, I just needed a little chuckle. This was a heavy subject, but, um, just know that you're not alone. Be limitless, check your money, but don't go crazy checking your money. And I use the word crazy loosely. Just don't, don't obsess. It, it can really, you know, mess you up. Um, all I got today. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great, great day and be limitless. Thank you so much for listening today. I really appreciate your support and welcome your feedback. You can do that by liking, sharing, and rating. I also invite you to check out my website, checkyourmoney.today. You'll find links to my YouTube channel, upcoming blog, and so much more. Don't forget to check your money and be limitless. The information provided in the Check Your Money podcast, associated social media accounts, and website is intended solely for the personal non-commercial use of the user who accepts full responsibility of its use. While we have taken every precaution to ensure that the content of the aforementioned is both current and accurate, errors can occur. We accept no responsibility or liability for any errors or omissions in the content. The information provided by Check Your Money and its affiliated entities is general in nature, provided for educational purposes only, and should not be considered to be legal, tax, accounting, or investing advice. In all cases, you should consult with professional advisors familiar with your personal factual situation for advice concerning specific matters before making any decisions.